Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Hello, boys and girls. What's happening? Uh, it's a email podcast. Oh, Steve! Okay, first one straight out the bat. And I sent this one to you because I really got a kick out of this. From our favorite black Chocolate baby, Shamor Emery, my Shamor Um, hey guys, to clarify, my email my email was responding to an IG post someone else posted. He simply told ladies to be careful and try not to travel alone when on a vacation, and women had a fit. To answer your question, addressed to me and my girl Farah, no question. I would take the micro penis with money over the broke gunslinger. A dick is a, a dick is not the only way to have an orgasm, but there's only one way to pay bills with money. All right, baby, shit. I know that's right. How's that for logical thinking from a woman? Question for you and Andy. Most women have the woman we would go gay for. Mine is Kerry Washington. What man would you two pick? Shamar, you know that I'm not supposed to answer this because my community, our community, don't play them games. But fuck that. I'm a comic and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Andy, I'm going to let you go first. I'd see, I, I, I have a different thought on this, though. I wish you would go first. Nah, brother. Nah, you got to go first. First of all... Um, if we, structurally, women are more emotional where we're more physical. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a woman having a connection to a woman is not the same as a man having a You're connection evading. to a man. No. Because okay. I was thinking, who would I who, – who, but I don't, I don't have that kind of connection that I would ever think that. He's evading. But – so I had to go the opposite way. Uh-oh. And uh, they say the closest thing to uh, – 
love is hate. Uh-oh. Because emotions are round. Where the fuck is this going? So I had to think <clears throat> about it not as who I would most want to be with, but emotionally, if I had to connect myself to a woman emotionally, my mm. hate must be closest to love. And Ryan Reynolds is the person that I There hate we the go. Most. Ryan Reynolds. I, I would have to say, I, like, I, I would say that is I... It, is, it, is it the doughy eyes? Is it the, the, the eyes? I think it's the success, that he's in good shape, that he uh, that he's fucked people that I want to fuck. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I don't feel any sexual... Like, I, 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 to, to answer her question, I, I, I said that, but I don't have any... There's not a guy that I... You know, like, I don't know... I don't have a feeling for Ryan Reynolds other than I hate his... Guts. Oh, his guts and his success so, uh, and everything. I'm thinking you. You know what? I'm bugging. I'm thinking you're saying Ryan Gosling. No, Ryan. Re- yeah, yeah, the yeah. motherfucker you can't stand. Yeah, because Ryan because when you hate, if you someone- can't beat him, suck his cock. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because right. if, if you if I if I dislike him for no reason, I must like him, right. uh, and I do. I mean, I like that he has a great career. He's a, so, but it's everything that I hate about him because right. it's not what I have. So right. uh, that's that's the only way that I could put that into uh, where it would work for me, but. I don't. I, I don't feel her question is right because I think that women actually have a different kind of attractive attraction to other women. Man, she ain't ask you for all that, nigga. Yeah, well, I threw it all out there. Anyway. Okay. Um, how about a black? Pick a black. Pick a, the way you said it. Pick a it, black. It was funnier than anything else <laughs> we're going to say today on this whole pod. Pick a black. Uh, Pick one of the blacks. Dude, see. I go with people like if I had to if I had to pick someone black, right. it's it's people that I that I either hate or admire. Then, and so if it's a black dude, Jeffrey Wright, I think he's one of the best. Wow, he's one of the best actors. Wow, and he's played characters. I the, wouldn't have called that. Oh, bravo, nigga. Yeah, bravo, yeah. Jeffrey Wright, dude. He's a fucking beast of an actor. I can see the both of y'all in New York during the wintertime <laughs> with scarfs around your necks, <laughs> shopping for ice cream. On Madison Ave, but um, but 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 there's no physical. But I don't have a physical attraction to these people. I, I have would an, hope not, nigga. But I have an, like, a like emotional attraction. I would say that I'm attracted right. to them emotionally. Yeah. So yeah, there there's her answer. Okay. Um, for me, it would be Mari Hardwick, Ghost from Power, motherfucking tight, nigga. Um, but you know, listen, I'm I wouldn't be opposed to a prime Denzel Washington. A prime Oscar De La Hoya. Then you'd at least have to throw in Boris Kojo, Wesley Snipes, uh, a young Sean Connery, even though I could do old Sean Connery too. And just for shits and giggles, uh, Peter Falcon, Savalas. Teddy Savalas? Teddy Savalas. Kojo. Something about that bald head and lollipop. Who loves you, baby? Dude, that's what. I just named a gangbang, nigga. You did. That's what young people are missing. They don't have a coach. They don't have a Telly Savalas. They don't have a coach. Yeah, they don't. They Just don't. a cool, suave, bald nigga. They don't have. And white dudes bald look like they got cancer. You know. Nigga. But Telly didn't though. He no, didn't. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Telly had a he had a nigga bald to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pick him up. Montel, Montel, Montel Jordan. Not Montel Jordan. Who was the, was it? Who was the, the Montel Williams? Williams, the talk the show. show host. Yeah, yeah. Montel Williams, Michael Jordan, Lou Gossett Jr. Niggas wear bald nice. White dudes either look like cancer okay. patients or skinheads. I'm going to tell you who I think looks good as a bald dude. Who? John Travolta. Nah. 
You have, have you seen pictures with him? Yeah, nah. He looks better than he does with that nah, wig. Nah, take then the with wig. That wig. You Give take me the, the wig, oh. nigga. Give me the wig. No, John Travolta, I think, looks good as a bald dude. Okay. So you got John doing you, or you doing John bald, and I'd have John <laughs> doing me with hair. There we go. I'm not having anybody doing me. It was the gayest moment of our lives. <laughs> that sounds like a soap opera. The gayest moment of our lives. That would be a good... If we could get away with it, do you know how good of a... That would be a... a um, Skit? Uh, uh, no, no, not even a skit. You know how they do the stories of the uh, Ari Shafir did that uh, the, the thing on Comedy Central where people would come in and just tell their stories. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't believe this is happening. Story, right? This should be a my gayest moment story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that would be a great skit. Yeah. Um, Matthew Riggins. He writes, "B R U U several U's and several H's." Bruh, you really wanted to see another Joe Pesci character? He's talking about the Irishman. Yeah. Says you and Andy bugging on the Irishman. Bruh, you really wanted to see Joe see another Joe Pesci character where he has the short man complex that's not acting if every movie he portrays that. I'm actually glad he was the smooth, ruthless mobster instead of the loud motherfucker he always plays in the Scorsese movie. You Jew motherfucker. you. I saw him in a different light. And Al Pacino murdered the role of Hoffa. Let me stop real quick, Matt. Have you ever seen? Go see Hoffa with Nicholson. Then tell me if you still feel that way. Like I said, it was too much. It's still Pacino. Um, But you got to remember that movie is about Frank Sharan, not Hoffa. The only negative is the length. Too fucking long, he writes in caps. The ending of the movie is literally the last hour of the movie. That's unheard of. De Niro getting old, though. Certain scenes you saw his age, even with the technology to make him look young. You still saw his grandpa movements, but I give the movie an eight. I enjoyed it. Plus, I like movies about them days since I wasn't around for it. Um, But fuck all that. Aries, you recently did a video on Instagram. You was watching the Trump impeachment coverage. Uh, and you was in your Yankee fitted uh, with the covers up to your neck. What in the fashion hell is that? I couldn't help but to think your Tims was still on. Actually, Air Force Ones, nigga. And who the hell is editing y'all podcast? He been fucking up lately. I'll holla at you. Oh, and shout out to the pedantic president. What up, Andy? And I finally figure out, uh, and I finally figure you out. You just want to be one happy race and be this big happy country. But you, f- but but you forgot one thing. The white race will always remind us. We'll never be that. It's in everybody's stay in your motherfucking place country. That's just how it is. Keep the podcast popping and cracking. Y'all don't know how much stress I relieve listening to y'all. Y'all niggas funny as hell. Peace. And then he quotes you, Andy, where you said something about the goose found innocent. Andy voice. You remember that? I think when we was with Kyla in DC, you said something and you ended with the goose found innocent. innocent. So, um, yeah, but I, I understand. What you want to address first, the Irishman or what he said? I'll just address what he said real quick because it won't take long. Yeah, that's what I want. That's I what we all want. want. So, I, if I speak towards that, why would I speak towards what I would like to be able to find a direction when you talk about every, every uh, being in your lane? I'd mm-hmm. like the lane to change. But of course, that's what we want. So, that's what I talk towards. I, I know that that's not the reality. I live in in this world. I've never come out and said, 
we should do it like this, we should do it like that, or people aren't looking at it the right way. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it objectively like if it could be that way. And that's the direction that I want to move for, and that's the way that I like to use my voice to move for. But uh, And again, when we talk about how this political correctness and the things that we do, I think it's going to make things worse because <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't create change. It creates us to stay the way that we are socially and separate. That, that's, that's my point. But that's quick. Um, and then Irishman, what do you think? What do you say? Uh, you know, I think it's a fair assessment. I told you I watched it twice. I, I really like what Scorsese tried to do, especially with the aging. They did uh, make them look younger in certain parts because they had the technology so that they could show this progression. And it was about an old gangster looking back on his life. And, you know, I, I didn't think about this until after we, we talked about it. But the violence that we liked when we saw the Goodfellas. Goodfellas. As you're an old man and you're looking back at it, isn't there more than just the violence? Wouldn't you see more than just, I, I, you know, I, we got this motherfucker in the trunk and then we just started stabbing him and we, we right. threw him in a, sh- in a shallow grave? I mean, as you get older, don't you think that changes to more of who you are as the person and not the, the violent acts? So I, I understood the story that they were trying to, to tell, but I also agree with you on the fact that uh, that's not the story I was looking for from this group of people. Right. And in three and a half hours, it seems like they could have given both because they could have given a little bit of it. Because some of that would be remembered. Like the scene in Goodfellas when they uh, they dig the dude out of the... They have to move him when they buried mm-hmm. him. And they were going to build condos or something, so they're moving him. And then the smell and... Right. That would stick in your head. I don't care how old you are. So some of that stuff could have been brought into the movie. Is that, was that Goodfellas or Sopranos? No, I thought that was Goodfellas. Was it Sopranos? Because in Sopranos, it was an episode where they had to move a guy because... I think it was in both. construction. Okay. Really? I think you might be getting that confused. I might be getting that confused. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, point being is that if you did something like that, you you, you can't forget the smell or the first time that you actually killed somebody. I would have liked to have known what that first... You know, when you see somebody who's killed 85... What, did you kill 85 people or something like that? Mm -hmm. They said... Well, okay, yeah, you killed 85. I'm sure the difference between uh, 75 and 85 were nothing. I mean, if you killed people and that was your job, you just walk in, right, and it's right. done. But the first one, looking back as an old man and what your life could have been or what it is and what it is today, I like where you're going with it. Yeah. You know, there's just there was some miss that I didn't get that I needed. So do you agree with him? I agree that there's lots of great things about it, and I agree in three and a half hours was too long, but if you're going to make it that I, long... I don't believe that. The Avengers Endgame was three hours. But what I'm saying is, if it is three and a half hours long, give me some of the other stuff that I need right. to move the movie. Give me what I just said. I agree with what you said originally. It should have been a series. Yeah. I, you know, And, and let, me, let me say to you, Matthew, I don't need Pesci to be loud. I think a great, different way to go... Would have would would have been to have him be who he was, quiet, mobster, but he could still be scary. Some of the scariest motherfuckers are the ones who make the least noise. There's a way that he could play acting wise, which would have been a challenge. Instead of Jew, motherfuck you, don't you ever go over my head again, a piece of your Jew ass. You ain't got to do all that, but you could still show him being as ruthless and as mob-like and is killing-like without the loud, without the Jew motherfuck you. And I would have loved to have seen that. Well, because that that is kind of, honestly, that could have been scarier. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could it could have been. It, but they would have had to let you in on some things so that you could have saw that. 
Right. And that's what I think it was it was so much this this movie was about the book um mm-hmm. What was it? do you paint uh, do you paint houses whatever the I think that's the name of the book right. or painting houses, and it, it it just went on that story but it didn't give any it gave the insight of an old man looking back at it but it didn't give us it didn't bring us through the movie yeah all right um this next one is from M Hammond twenty three twenty three Hammond Reggie Hammond. Hammond yeah so Jack if I did decide to become a thief. What makes you think you can catch me? Can I have my lighter back, Reggie? <laughs> um, hey, Aries, I just started writing in again after a long while. I didn't watch SNL this Saturday, but I looked up the only clips that really mattered to me, which were all the ones that Eddie Murphy was in. In my opinion, he killed it. But I know opinions are like assholes and everybody has one. I hope you guys talk about it this week, which if you listen to the podcast regularly, brother, you know we did. But anyway, uh, I wanted to know which skit was you guys' favorite. As I said, I didn't have a favorite. I laughed my ass off at the Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, the North Pole skit. Oh, come on. Gumby, damn it. And Gumby. That's crazy to me that he can come back 35 years later and still be funnier than everyone on the show. I don't know how much that's saying when everybody else on the show is... You know, that's a good point that he just made, though. What? If everybody else on the show was at that... Brought it. Brought it. Like, back back when Saturday Night... When he was on it, the show was, a good, was still a good show. No, 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 no. When he came on SNL, he was the show. Joe Piscopo was probably the second best banana. Everybody outside of that, Tim Karansky, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus... And I can't remember who else. Nah, this, Eddie was the guy. Because Eddie, was, that was the second generation, right? That was right after they replaced uh, so the original cast, Belushi, Chevy and Belushi. Yeah. Now, if Eddie came in with that cast, now he's playing with the fucking, now they're the Golden State Warriors. So could you ma- When he came, they were the Atlanta Hawks with Dominique Wilkins. I would have liked a Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if that, Gilda Radner... Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, Jesus. Who else was it? John Belushi. Chevy Chase was gone when Bill Murray got. Oh, okay. Though. Yeah. Yeah, but damn, damn, Belushi and Murphy. Yeah, I like that analogy. They were the Hawks with Dominique. <laughs> Dominique was with the Hawks. He was the show. There was no one else. Um. Also, um, not sure if you heard about some lawyer, oh yeah, or representative of Cosby coming out and trying to slander Eddie for making tasteful, uh, making a tasteful joke or distasteful about Cosby. The joke wasn't even offensive. It was just a, it was a, it was just a funny line to fill up a monologue. And that's what I forgot to say too. I kind of sort of felt like Eddie brought Chris and those guys out because he didn't really want to do a long monologue. Do you, I don't. I don't think he was. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he was. I'm gonna kill this bitch. Sketches. I'm gonna do some funny stand up. He went. I'm not doing a whole monologue. Bring these niggas out. Um, how much more is uh, is on this? A little bit. Okay, well, because I, I guess right there where he didn't do a long monologue. Right. Did you ever see the movie Comedian with uh, De Niro? No, no, not that one. The one with uh, Seinfeld. And Ar- Orny Adams, no. where they did a documentary when Seinfeld hung up all his material and said he was going to do a whole new hour. Right. It was a good year. And it went through the process of showing Seinfeld starting with, you know, just a couple ideas. 
and going up on open mics and not, not really open mics because it's Seinfeld. He can get up and do whatever. Right. Uh, but he was going to Gotham regularly, mm-hmm. like doing the showcase shows. That's what I was yeah. trying to say, showcase. And he was doing all those shows, the 12-minute sets, the, you know, going up for five, ten minutes. Dude, it's painful. Yeah. And I don't know that – and I said, how is he going to develop an act, even a monologue, which right. takes some time to, to – People think that you go up on stage for five minutes. Five minutes can take a long time. Especially if it ain't going well. And if you haven't done it in a long time, I I, I, I don't care how funny you are. And Eddie right. Murphy's, other than Richard Pryor to me, is, is, the funny, is one of the funniest ever, right. ever to do this. But it's still a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt like Eddie had niggas spot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I also sent you an email a couple weeks back about that Texas cop in the wrong apartment shooting. Not sure if it will come up, but if Kyla is still there, it would be an honor to have all you guys discuss my email. On a side note, I had a friend named Kyla when I was a singer. She was bad, too. Something uh, about that name and having a hot-ass body go together. Anyway, happy holidays and keep making the best fucking podcast out there. Because I ain't trying to listen to Joe Rogan talk about cheat days in Taekwondo. Was just thinking, when does, uh, when, when, just thinking, when he does call you to be on his podcast, would you be funny as a motherfucker if the first thing he said was, so Aries, you have a pretty successful podcast. And you respond with, you know what? Yeah, I do. Mic drop. And just walk out. I'd be like, it'd be like the sequel to Birdman's Breakfast Club interview. Are we finished? Are we done? Put some respect on my name. And then right before you leave, you look back and say, are we finished? Are we done? Love the podcast. Keep up. Keep doing the damn thing, Mike. Appreciate you, Mike. Um, yeah, if he called, I would go. Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't you go? Yeah. Why, yeah. You know, and, I, you know, listen, man, I'm not running from nobody. Frank Lucas, don't run from nobody. This is my home. Um, yeah, nigga, and, and address whatever the issues are head on. Um, so, yeah, I would absolutely go. Uh, and unfortunately, Kyla is not here. Uh, this is coming in late. And, so and, and Kyla would really like to know that her name goes with a hot body. Yes. That would make her the happiest. Because she does have a hot body. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Millennial Moisture. Um, this is from Douglas Sims. He actually um, wrote into me on Instagram. And I said, nigga, put it in an email. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> make people do some work. Yeah. I, I like that it's Millennial Moisture, though. It sounds like a new product. It yeah, does. Millennial Moisture for all these... For, 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 for pussies that can't lube up on their own. Exactly. Millennial you know, moisture. moisture. All you young motherfuckers. Watching your video on your IG channel about millennials, it's, it is our fault. Did we create these soft kids trying to protect them from the shit we went through? I got beat with hot wheel tracks, broomsticks, plunger sticks, etc. <laughs> Would you just envision? Dude, I got like a goosebump when he said hot wheel tracks, getting beat uh, by a hot wheel uh-oh. track. That shit hurts. Oh, I never had that. I never got I that. I did. Uh, I, I got beat with extension cords, which is abuse, goddammit. I've whipped my kids, but not like that. I grew up in a house with parents that exposed me to dope users, weed heads, drunks, pips, etc. Woke up at night to entertain them motherfuckers. Now I keep my visors away from my kids. I still talk to them raw, but they never seen, seen the shit we did growing up. And sometimes when they be on this new age shit, I be thinking I should have whipped their ass more. Laugh out loud. Is it our fault? Andy? Yeah, it is. Why? How? Uh, because my kids aren't like that. But you didn't beat your kids, right? I, my kids each got 
How can you beat kids with autism, nigga? He got, would be. He got smacked once really? uh, in the butt with my hand. Really? Yeah, not abusively, not like, but, you know, it. it, it yeah, I, here we go. When you uh, when when you're supposed to train a dog, damn, <laughs> is this the road you want to go down? Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I took a deep breath before I said it. <laughs> you're supposed to use rolled up newspaper, and the idea isn't that you beat your dog with the paper. The idea is that the sound the paper makes. Right. It, it, when you hit the dog, you want the paper to make more noise mm-hmm. than than the than feeling. Right. And so when you spank your dog, that noise is what's supposed to upset the dog or, you know, get the dog to know that something was wrong. Not beating the dog. You're not supposed to take the paper and hurt your dog with it. Right. You should never physically have to feel the pain. It might feel the sting, but it's, it, it's, it's the noise. With my kids, yeah, I swatted him on the butt to let him know when he was, he was really acting up that, that there's a consequence to acting right. up. And it was more about, and it wasn't hard. It was the shock that got him to go, oh, I must be doing something really, really wrong here. Right. And then after that, and, and that was probably when he was around seven or eight. And the same for Max. At, at the same time that that happened. Uh, same age time. Uh, but I felt not only that, and then educating him on the way that you should act and being respectful to other people and, and how you communicate with other people and that you don't always get everything that you want. <laughs> you, you go to the store, you don't get what you... We're, we're so happy, I think, in the society that... We get we. When you were a kid, you got a, what a comic book. I was never into comic books. What, what did you get like for in, to entertain you? Um, Little kid, you're seven, eight years old. Uh, we got one TV, nigga. You watching what we watch? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> now they have their own TV, right? A game console, flat screen, flat screen, game console, yes. and all the games. Computers. How much are the games? Sixty dollars yeah, a game. Yeah. We didn't get shit like that. Nah. We, and, go outside. And parents are happy to do this because they want to protect their kids. They don't want them to go outside because there's, there's rapists, there's drug. There's always been these people out there. But I don't even know if it's they don't want them to go outside to protect them. It's just this is the age we live in now. But it, technology, the blessing and the curse that it is, has made kids lazy. There's no, yeah. you, when we came up, yeah. you had to be creative. You had to think. When you went outside, a bottle cap and a stick became an adventure. You know, going through the woods was an adventure. Being in the woods, your mind took over. You know, you got with your boys and you went, here's a football. Tackle football in the streets with no pads. Yeah. And somebody got broke. Someone broke an arm. Somebody got fucked up. And, 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 you know, you threw some spin on it and a Band-Aid and you went (laughs) and you went out for the second half. But these kids today, it's they're lazy. There's everything is right there on your phone. You don't have to do nothing. Did you have any of those green army men? Those little green plastic army yeah. men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd have to put them up and you send them up. Position them. And then you do this one shot, that one, bang, bang. Yeah. Now you put a game in. And that's the game. And that's the but game. But it's in a great fucking game. You're in you're in the middle of Baghdad, nigga. You know, it would have would have But you don't have to have the imagination that you just no. have to you just have to compete. Right. So it's it's just listen, such a different listen, world. Listen, in the '90s, we had what was called uh, blockbuster video. Yeah, that was an adventure, right? You 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 look. Yo, shit, it's Friday night. Me and my girl, we gonna go to the car, go to blockbuster. Hopefully, they have my movie because it's it's real life. You're not guaranteed that movie, right? And if you didn't get it, you were fucking devastated. Especially if you were pumped up and you were telling your girl, "Go, we gotta see this movie." You go, you get your movie, you get your popcorn, you get your candy. 
Now you're guaranteed your movie. And how you want to get it? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. You don't have to leave the house. No. There's no adventure. There's no adventure to it. And you know what would happen when you didn't get the movie, though? You still had to, you want to be entertained. Yeah. You found another movie. Yeah. And sometimes you surprised your fucking self. Yep. Yep. There's no surprises anymore. There's nah. no life. There's no, there's no, we're not seeking anything but what we're already know. Right. And that's, that's a big problem. And when you give away 20th place trophies, you create a false sense of reality that everybody is qualified in life to succeed in anything they want. And that's not the truth. I don't care how bad you want to be an R&B singer. If you ain't got the chops, it ain't happening. But nowadays, it could probably happen with the technology. But if you want to, you know, if, if there's something specific you want to do and you don't have the talent for that, real life makes it so that you know that ain't for you. But when you're growing up getting the 20th place trophy, you believe it's dumb shit. And, and some people need to be reminded, you're not good at that. You're wasting time if you're pursuing something that ain't for you. Or, or you need to work harder than everybody else at this if that's what you want to do. But you still got to have to have the chops. Don't forget there's Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> the retard. <laughs> you know, you, you got to play the game, man. Right. But you have to know going into it what, what, what your position is. And you usually said, if we're all getting trophies, do we know right. what our position is? Uh, when I was in Little League, I remember one year we won uh, – I think we won for we won second place, mm-hmm. and uh, we got a second place trophy. Right, and it was it wasn't a big trophy. It was a nice trophy. Had a little uh, um, uh, marble base and everything. That same year was the first time I ever got a participation trophy, and the thing was bigger than my uh, second place trophy. Mm. And maybe it should be because it was only second place. But and it was and it just. But I remember like I, I didn't know which one. That I wanted to put on my shelf first, like to right. look at. Like my other one's bigger. This one looks prestigious. Right. My second place one, where we actually earned a little something, it was almost like not as good as that. We we really want everybody just to believe we're all just. Yeah, and it's it's hokey, it, it, it's hokey. Um, you know, it's just not real life. That's like when you know. Again, I I used to hate it when I did my first Comedy Central. Special, not even a special. It was with the Comedy Central presents when they would give you a half hour. I would fucking hate that 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 they would prompt the audience to give applause breaks almost after every other joke. And I'm going, that's such a fucked up setup for some disaster that you're gonna face later on in real life. Because everybody don't deserve every joke don't deserve an applause break. That's earned when you when you kill it. And you tell a great joke or you create a moment where the audience simultaneously breaks out to an applause break. That's because you earn that. These niggas up there telling lame fucking but don't boom jokes, getting applause breaks. You're making this motherfucker think he's nice. He's not nice. And the reality of comedy, this was also said in that comedian movie. I think it was uh, uh, Colin Quinn said it. It's right. the most honest form. Yeah. Because there's only you go up there. Right. It's you, the microphone. And the audience. Right. And they let you know exactly where you right. are. That's why I said, you know, and, and, you know, going back to the first podcast of 2020, you know, we're here in Cleveland. I hate this motherfucker. Um, 
That audience, and audiences like that, you need to experience that just as much as you need to experience the DCs of the world, the Gothams in New York of the world, where the audiences are bananas. They're great. You need to, you need to fuck with the Clevelands and the pussy-ass niggas so that, you, it, so that it does something to you. So you learn and you know, okay, it's, this shit varies. I don't know what I would have done two years ago. If I would have done that audience lesson that I did on Friday. You do what we all want to do. Quit. Well, but when I was up there on Friday, you know the only thing that was going through my mind? Damn, I was so smart to only do 20 minutes on this show. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, right. I was up there, I'd go, hey, man, you only got another three minutes. And it, like I knew that I could make it. And I'm doing the opposite. Man, you only got another 48 minutes. <laughs> And I'm usually, you know me, I'm like, if I can get 30, I'm right. in it. And if I go over a little bit, it's on yeah, the late yeah, show. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. good. That show, I was like, man, I'm so glad that I said 20 minutes. And it, man, I don't know what I would have done. Aries, I don't know what I would have, because it wasn't, they weren't mean. I didn't get, I got a little, I got a little chatter, but I got just, like, mm. where your dog kind of turns its head to the side and yeah. looks at you like, really? Right. Is this, this is happening? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so, yeah, dad, fuck the millennial moisture. I think everybody should have to do comedy. That's what we should do with these kids. They should have well, to here, do it. Well, and I'm glad you just said that, and this will bring me on my last thing, and I'm going to jump off. Um, motherfuckers that think they funny. And you said it a, a, a couple of beats ago. They don't know how hard this shit is. And there's a lot of people that think they funny that have never done stand-up, get your ass on stage so you can have some respect for this game. This nigga at the Friday show, I think it was the second show, sitting in the corner it to went, my right. Yeah. Just this motherfucker want, kept chiming in. He kept wanting to yell shit out. He kept wanting to test himself during my limelight. Like, nigga, stay in your shit. So finally I said, and, and, and I remember, uh, who, who was it that said, uh, Paul Rodriguez even said this, never give... Someone in the audience, the mic. microphone, because that can backfire. But my spidey sense was telling me, nah, this nigga ain't got it. So I said, yo, come on stage, man. Let me see what you got. Then nigga came up, and I mean, within seconds, the audience was like, nigga, get your ass off stage. And motherfuckers don't understand. I don't, and I even find myself like sometimes I, I'll, I'll use my phone to re- verbally document something like I'll speak into the recording you know how your phone writes it for you something about the pressure of and action I stumble my words sometimes I know exactly what I want to say but I get tongue-tied it's something about when it's time when the camera's in your face when the audience is staring when the mic is in your hand when them lights hit you it does something to you where you, prior to that, you got it in your mind. I'm going to do it like this. You done rehearsed it. You ready. If you ain't experiencing this shit, it's something about and go. Niggas lock up. Motherfuckers freeze up. You can feel your body going, So, and that's what he did. And I, and I wanted him to experience that because I'm like, nigga, you keep yelling out trying to get some shine during my moment. And you understand, I'm, I'm 30 years in this. Come on, nigga, show me. Shut it down. Um, 
I think it's funny though how you said that um, you you stutter and you go through it when you get that that right. that, that light that hits you. Do you remember your first set? Yes and no. I remember the moment. I have uh, no right, idea yeah, what yeah, I yeah. said. I, I know I, I I did a Pepsi commercial doing three impressions: Jack Nicholson, James Brown, and Eddie Murphy doing Pepsi commercials. But you can't remember being on oh, stage doing it, can you? I, I, I remember being there. I remember being on stage. I can't remember what I said. said? I can't remember what motherfuckers looked like. It was. It was. I, the moment is bigger than you could ever right, imagine. All right. And so when you brought him on stage, like if he killed it, it would have been it would have been sensational. Right. But the dude who you had do the impression last night mm-hmm. who came up, he was the smartest guy, and he almost got dumb afterwards because then he got drunk on a little bit of uh, applause. Right. He did the impression; it wasn't half bad. Right. The Bernie Mac. Yeah. yeah. And so he got people were uh, people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He should have taken that. Like he won a thousand dollars in right. Vegas and went to the room with it. But see, that's it's just like Vegas. That win makes you think. Yeah, I can do this again. I can do it again. And he wanted to come back for more. Oh yeah, that it's it's intoxicating. That that applause is intoxicating. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> this is from Anita Hill. Anita Hill, woman listener, and she put that in caps. A woman, welcome, baby. You now part of the club, Shamor Thera. And now, Janita. I wonder if she's black. <laughs> Janita. Um, Janita Hill. <clears throat> Short-term listener, long-time fan of your comedy. I love your unapologetic spirit. Just went back and watched your comedy special, Blueprint. The crowd was so uncomfortable. I thought they were going to walk out. Anyway, I don't know Andy's comedy, and I'm sure he's funny. And if you're co-signing him, if you're co-signing him, he still doesn't really flex his comedic muscles, but I guess some people have their routines that they, they do on stage. Then off stage, they convert into a regular person. This isn't a dig on Andy, though, because I do think you pick on him too much. I don't like this. Um, <laughs> he seems sincere in how he thinks, and I respect him staying true to what he believes. No, I don't always agree, but then again, I don't always agree with you. Really don't like me. Um, <laughs> like when you say you are attracted to crazy women. Now, you can be attracted to whomever you want. Just don't say it like it's cool. Because all these crazy-ass women think it's okay now to set niggas' cars on fire and shit like that just because you said it. Either way, I need some advice. I have three beautiful children by two men, and I am once divorced. I am in my mid-30s and on the market once again. Where is a good place to meet a grown-ass man who is done having kids and just likes to have a good time. Did I read this? No, I don't remember that one. No, not at all. Excluding the internet. Because I thought I did a joke where after she said that part, I said something about look for me. I don't read this. Um, I don't think so. Okay, where's a good place to meet a grown-ass man who is done having kids and just likes to have a good time? Um, excluding the internet. I would never want to go through the internet um, to begin with. Um, it seems to be working for a lot of people. Again, that's the laziness. We just talked about this with the millennials. Yeah, but, it, but it, there's no work. No you're work. Right. You got to go right. out. You got to fish. You got to hunt. You know, go to a bar. Go to where, you know, men hang out. Go places where men like to congregate, a sports bar, or something like that. Um, I'd say I say a grocery store. Really? Why? Because 
you, you kind of see who a person is at the grocery store. Really? By what they put in their cart? Yeah, you're looking at what they put in their cart, how they walk down the aisle, how they handle themselves, what they they're looking down for. The aisle, what they yeah. swaying, nigga? They yeah, you know. Cacheting? Yeah, you want to know. So, you know, <laughs> this, is, this, this is who the person really is. What they wear, how they, how they, yeah. I would be more interested to know, sweetheart, and what kind of a man specifically are you looking for? Like, what's your type? Uh, what kind of personality do you like? Do you, you know, like a funny guy? Do you like a serious guy? A little bit of both? Uh, I think she should change saying I'm on the market to being I'm in the market. Why? Because when you're on the market, that means you're there for someone else's desire. Mm-hmm. When you're in the market, you're looking for what you want. Mm, okay. I never thought of it that way, but I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, sweetie. Uh, shit. I, yeah, I, I, I think you should take Andy's advice. Grocery store. uh and, and sometimes when you look, it seems like it, it never comes to you. It's when you don't look yeah. that things come to you. I don't know why that, that's that weird shit in life where if you chase it, it runs. But if you don't chase it, it comes to you. You, you know, that's the other thing. Though. And how bad do you want it, baby? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> if you go to a sports bar and you got your titties out, they ain't got to be out, but pump them up a bit and niggas stop watching the game to watch you. Uh, that might be a start. But, you know, that, that what you said, though, again, when you brought up – internet dating and then I said that and then we talked about what we talked about before you know you used to have a hobby you'd go do something and then you would meet other people with similar hobbies right and that doesn't happen like that anymore and I'd be I'd like to know why you say other than the internet have you had a bad internet experience oh yeah that would be a good question yeah you know why 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 not the internet Uh, again I I only say no because again there's no hunt Uh, yeah eventually you meet somebody you arrange a dinner and you can kind of go out and, and, you know, ask questions and see what pops up. But, and I guess this might be different because I'm a dude. It feels like dudes have to hunt. Y'all don't have to hunt us. It's different, though, with the younger group because I told you I dated younger when I got right. divorced. They don't go on dates like that, go to dinner. They, they meet up. You want to meet? We're going to meet up. Well, you want to meet up over it, and they go out, and they meet up. But meet and do what? You meet up. You still talk, but you're not, like, on the hook for a date. Like, you can just Like go, a traditional dinner table. A movie, a table, a dinner. A, right. They, they meet up there. They go meet up at whatever place. They go talk to each other. They might have a drink. And then it either something happens or it doesn't happen, and they go home or oh, they go God. fuck. But it's not the it's, – it's just different. Another reason why I pay for pussy. I'm I'm too old for all of that. I I, I don't I don't want to. Let's meet up. Let's let's get to know. And if the shit is going south five minutes in, I gotta sit through this. No, you just that that's what they they just get up and leave. They're just like it's just gonna go good. Yeah, I'm gonna have my drink. Yeah, I got some stuff to do. And they just it just ends. It Damn. ends. It's a way different way. It's, it's not dating like they used to date. Jesus. Good luck to you, baby, and 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 thank you for uh for for doing that. Uh, <clears throat> we always love when we can get to who is. <laughs> love you. I love you. No, I'm joking. Sweetie, one thing you're going to learn about me on this podcast is I, I'm like a movie. It's all fantasy. It's, don't, don't take any of this to heart. I just be talking shit. From Janelle Comby, another woman. Look at this. We're, we're really, really we're getting the broads. Yeah. Inspirational quote applied to sex. Definitely new. Still getting used to Americans calling women disrespectful words. And not be disrespectful. Still getting used to Americans calling women different words and not being disrespectful. Like what you just did. The whore thing. Yeah, like you're, you're saying it, but you're not being disrespectful. You meant it as a joke. Or right. like 
when people use the word uh, bitches. Yeah. Depending on how they use the word. Right. Yeah. Oh, so was she, is she saying that she's bothered by it? Yeah, it sounds like it. Is that? I, I think I got it right. I don't, I don't know. Oh. Sorry, bitch. I didn't mean to. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that voice, man. If you, I don't know why you, you that should be. I, I really want to think of a way to, 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 to incorporate that. Yeah. Dude, it is so funny because oh, everybody knows what it is immediately, right, but right. no one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, tell Steinberg whites need lotion too. My side hustle is retail, and you wouldn't believe the flakes on the clothes when they're trying them. When they're done trying, it's a myth. They're so dry they can spark wildfires. The seduction scene was amazing. Man, I was listening to that in public. She's talking about the Pussy Podcast. Whew. New York guys do know how to spit and the accent. And then she puts emoji with hearts. Think about Pussy Prince. Thinking about Pussy Prince. And she complaining about what? Um, <laughs> thinking about Pussy Prince led me to thinking about Penis Prince. But alas... My appetite is not as adventurous or as humorous or humongous. You two flow. There's an innocent slash good guy vibe from Stamp from Steinberg that I can appreciate. Whereas you are out there with your varied experiences and bold ideas, and I find that admir- admirable. Yeah, it's good cop, bad cop. Um, <laughs> you know, and and you know he's Detective Steinberg. And I'm Leroy Furious. <laughs> this is my first Leroy Furious of 2020. Um, yeah, thank you, baby. Um, but I remember Bill Burr on one of his specials said that uh, one of the reasons why he needs black, why you, a white person needs a black friend is so they could know about what ashy is. Yeah. Because he didn't know that white people get, ash, get ashy. Yeah, they do. They don't see it the same way. Yeah, it's... it's, it's but uh, yeah, I worked at uh, Saks Fifth Avenue for a long time, too. And uh, yes... Uh, there's a lot of crumply old white women that need, could use some uh, uh, some some lotion. Listen, I I uh, said this one time, and I, I would I would like to know, just like she said that white people get ashy, like that's a myth that they don't get ashy. I would like to know how many white people actually use lotion. Now I think women do. Because I, I go to comedy clubs, and sometimes my hands be ashy, and I'll ask the female wait staff, yo, you got some lotion? And one of them always gives me some lotion, and it's usually a white girl. So I, and, you know, plus, you know, scented with the perfumes. So I believe women, white women, use lotion. But I don't think white dudes are into lotion. Because when I used to go to the gym, uh, and a couple times I showered there, and the white dudes would jump right out the shower, Put their drawers on, their clothes on, maybe a little cologne, and bounce. Deodorant, never lotion. White yeah. guys don't lotion up. It's it. it uh, one for white dudes. I, I think they think of it more as a, a woman's, a woman's kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And just so we could go back a little bit, you know how we have acts and the fragrances and the smells, that, right. and it takes up a whole aisle now. Yeah. Remember when you were young, we didn't have that. We had like men in speed stick. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? We had like Right Guard, Right uh, Guard, Menin. Uh, shampoo wasn't a men shampoo. There wasn't like for men shampoo. Uh, and I know the ethnic hair care, uh, Walgreens aisle. Growing up at Walgreens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I know that there was uh, uh, a small assortment. Uh, I had to buy the Air Force Base. It was a bigger assortment actually uh, of, uh, of of hair care products. 
but it still wasn't a major. <laughs> and in the white community, it was even less. Right. And so uh, this is more recent times that there's men are using stuff more. And I think lotion will probably be something eventually the guys get to. Because I think they thought it was more like women put lotion on. Like it's a feminine thing. A feminine thing. What was it, the products you named from back in the day? You said Right, right Guard. Guard and, and Men in Speed Stick. And- right. Okay. The old Eddie Murphy joke. Uh, and, and I remember my dad used this product, which clearly isn't around anymore. The thing, the go-to fragrance, or was it a deodorant? But the go-to thing back then in the 80s and, and I think in the 70s, Brute by Fabergé. Brute was the thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and Eddie was saying how every Christmas, that's all fathers get. All the kids, every time, every Christmas, father opened up, is another one. It's Brute by Fabergé. And the father's being thankful. Thank you. And then under his brother. Motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember it, was, and it came in a green. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little like uh, silver plate kind yep. of thing on it. Yep, yep. Do you, uh, do you, are you old enough to remember musk oil? No. There was a period where men, white men, right. I don't know black dudes wore it. Right. But musk oil, it was this, it was. That it, sounds masculine. It was. It, musk. Yeah, it had a, it, that's what it was. It was a musk. It wasn't like a, right. it wasn't a pretty scent. It was like right. a manly kind of. manly some shit. shit yeah. And, Damn. And that was the 70s. And I remember. This my, is how shit you put on and you go like this. It, 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 yeah. Slap your neck. But it was, yeah. uh, it, it reminded me of that uh, uh, in Anchorman when the, they put on the, the Panther. Right. Whatever, works 90%, 60% of the time or whatever. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that was back then. I just don't think that men were brought up with lotion. But, uh, but see, that, that's, and, and again, this is where it gets racial. I don't think white men were. Well, that's what I black meant to say. Men, yeah, black but, men, because we But it's, it's different, though, because it, 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 and it's not the same lotion. Right. I mean, what, 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 I mean, I don't mean to get overly personal. What right. lotion do you use right now? What kind of lotion do you use uh, at your house? Various. Jergens, um I forget some of the other name brands. Vaseline lotion. Uh, do, you have, do you need any particular product in your lotion that you want? You don't need a cocoa uh, butter or any of that uh, stuff? And see, you... that's, the, that's the go-to for black people is cocoa butter. Yeah. I, I can't stand cocoa butter. It, it, takes 50, it takes an hour to rub that shit in. It, it's so thick. That it takes forever to rub that shit in. Uh, so, yeah, Jergens, you know, shit like yeah. that. Uh, Lubiderm is what you see at every white chick's house. Is the, right. the, the So, you know, I, I think, I, like, I use it on my elbows and my hands. My hands get fucking weird looking. So. Really? But that's it. Okay. Um, from Dan D. First time writing the show. It is coming on. The quarterback is toast. Dude, you must love yourself so much that you could fart in that microphone and still speak into it. Listen, nigga, I eat ass out of bitch. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> so that's just so that you can, that's a test pattern nigga, for you. That's called pregame warm up. Uh, peace, Aries and Andy. I'm not a day one fan of the show, but I listen. As if I were down from day one. Well, motherfucker, just go through the catalog. Start from one and work your way up. You'd be day one, nigga. Late, but you'd be day one. I've been a fan of yours, Aries, since the Def Jam debut. Will we ever see a return of the chicken chain necklace? Ah, that's funny. Uh, it's from my uh, first stand-up special, Hollywood Look, I'm Smiling, when I did the character Big Boo Bugaloo. Um, Andy. 
Unlike most who write in, I'm becoming more and more a fan of yours. Some rebuttals to past conversation. The last few episodes where y'all debated the black-brown labeling and the human race. You guys argued the exact same points and both died on the same hill with your points. We use black to identify us African-Americans and use brown to identify those not from Africa, India, Middle Eastern countries, etc. Even though we are all brown by skin tone, the labeling of black slash Negro, pronounced in Spanish if you like, negro, brown, yellow, etc. was created by whites to help divide and conquer. Even those who created this divide know everything comes from the dark, us, brown, black, heavily melanated people. Most of the other emails certify Andy's points by bringing up cultural differences, which is the point he was trying to make. Back to older episode when Andy talked about seeing himself as white against the Mexican heritage you grew up in. I wish I remember this woman's name that I heard say this quote. She spoke about us black Americans using African-American and how she felt about using that term. She said she's proud to say African-American because for, for us who do not know our history, this is our call back to where we come from. So don't be ashamed to say you are a Mexican-American because it is forever connection to where you come from. There were so many other topics I wanted to write in for since I've discovered the podcast. So I'm going to sit back, continue to enjoy, and write in when I can. Keep up the great work, and as a fellow fellow podcaster, I would love to work with you all someday. I do a sports, hip-hop, and politics show. Last but not least, I wish I had the Pussy Podcast when I was in high school. I might have gotten some draws back then. (laughs) Dan DeMaya Dinkins. God damn, that's the blackest name ever, nigga. Demaya Dinkins. Who the f- Dinkins, nigga? All right, Dinkins. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, thank you. And yeah, catch up on it. Right in when you feel free. Uh, I, I know why he said I died on trying to make this point, but my point was a little different. My point is that the original people didn't, qual- didn't categorize themselves as black only because that was something that white Europeans started. It wasn't something that was there before then, and then it's something that this country has continued to monopolize on to uh, to segregate and remove people from uh, each other. So that, so yeah, you're right on the point that I was making, but I was saying that being black was something that started uniquely American. And I was watching a video the other day, which I thought was kind of interesting, where uh, it was actually Godfrey. Godfrey did mm-hmm. a video, that, and he was showing some black dudes in other countries and all the languages they spoke. But they had a hip vibe to them, this look that they had. And they weren't from America. I don't know where they were from. I, I just caught a little bit of the video. Uh, I probably was uh, should have watched the whole thing better, so I could have spoke better on what I'm saying. But uh, they weren't American. But the Amer- black American culture, this culture that the hip-hop culture, the black culture, whatever you want to say, is, isn't, when I said it was uniquely American, it's because that's what's been exported out of America, too. This is, this, the culture that was developed here and the look is international now. It's all over the world. So that was my, my main point, is that when I get back to what black is, and it's the only the, it's, it's rooted here in America, whether it happened for a negative reason or not, it's been turned into a positive, and it's, it's, it's the culture is international now. But what I'm saying is way back when the original pers- people were here, they saw themselves as there, African, if, right. if, if you could, because they, there was nothing to, to divide them other than their own wants and needs, and that's where tribes come from because then they have leaders and then they have property, and that's how this all starts. But 
they were all the same. They were all African. We we did this. Uh, when I say we, white Europeans started this, <coughs> and it was to separate. And that's why I brought up the story of John Punch because it's obvious that if one if if three people. Uh, have committed the same crime, and the black person is the one who's is is uh, sentenced more, way more uh, severely, not even a little severe, more severe, way more severely. It's all part of that process, and that was my point. So I I, I think people lose what I'm what the point I was trying to make. I'm never denying anybody of what their cultural background is and what they're related to. I'm saying that isn't what they saw them as at that time, and and it's 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 disingenuous to use um, what white Europeans and America has done to make what black culture is now, uh, as and to say that that's what the, those were. They were just the original people of this earth. So th- that was my point. We did this to ourselves. And it goes back into what someone said, that I just want everything to be happy and nice and all. Yeah, we are, don't we? But, I mean, I can only speak of the truth. I'm not trying to... Uh, deny anybody, though, what their history was. That, that was my point. I probably beat the shit out of that for no reason whatsoever. And, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on PBS yeah. uh, with uh, more uh, race talk and race vibing here on PBS's 105.7 Racial Jazz. Have you ever heard race vibing before? I like race vibing. No, I just created that just now. Yeah. So uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to go take a whiz, uh, and he's going to go caca, and uh, <laughs> we'll be I wonder if that's how they would say it on the jazz station. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I wouldn't step away from I, I have to go caca. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, this is from King, Black Women in Hollywood. Hey, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I start off my Wednesday mornings listening to you guys. Keep up the good work. Below is a list of black actresses. <clears throat> Let me know how hot slash attractive you think each of them are on your show. And I'm going to reel these names off. And then you just tell me, do or not do. When I say do or not do, would you bang them? Ready? Okay. All right. Carrie no. Wine. Uh, oh, do. do. You didn't Watt have to do. finish that one. Do. Uh, Neil Long. Uh, I'm still doing Carrie Washington, so I don't. <laughs> okay, you ain't finished yet. <laughs> okay, now you've bust your nut. <laughs> Neil Long. Uh, you're going to have to give me the movie because I don't remember you people's remember names. Neil Long? No. Um, shit, shit, shit. I'm trying to think. I have enough trouble. Oh, she, she was she was Ice Cube's love interest in Friday. Black girl, short hair. She was also in Big Mama's house. Yeah, yeah. No, love. no, I'm trying to yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Tyra Banks. Yeah. Okay. And he goes to the slave quarters. <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, just real quick, I, I was dating this this white girl who was younger than me and really into hip hop and like. Right. And when Beyonce's album came out, I wanted that album. She was so mad. Really? She was like, "She has a deep voice," and she <laughs> just just threw shit, all this kind of shit on me. Beyonce's fucking hot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I heard a feet game is kind of funny, uh, but you can't have everything. Rihanna. Yes. Okay. Layla Rashawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're going to give a yeah to this one. I'll be surprised if you do. Vivica Fox. Yeah. Oh, shit. Of course, Halle Berry. Yeah. Regina Hall. Where was Regina Hall in? I, you know, oh, God, I can't think of something that I know her from. I 
Regina Hall. I don't know how you wouldn't give me Verica Fox was when, especially a few years ago. Okay, all right. Okay, Sanaya Lathan. Well, give me. I got to get. You got to. Um, what was the movie? Then she was in that movie with Denzel. Um, out of sight. Not, not out of sight. God, you know her. Um, let me answer for you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You would, trust me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Robin Gibbons. Yeah. And lastly. But, but Robin Gibbons is a tough one, though, because she was, she was mean. Well, that's personal. Yeah, she was mean. To she Mike. Meant to Mike. Yeah, she was mean to Mike. But she was hot. Yeah. Tamala Jones. Oh, she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Tamala Jones. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah to uh, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there it is. I don't know. Was this to me or to you, or was Not, it to both, it, of us? to both of us? Yeah. Well, it was a good list. Yeah, you could have put some in there that you know. I would have been curious if you'd have put some in there that you would have said no to. I, I got they're all cute. I got one. I got. I got. I got a black woman. Who? who is famous and I want to know and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna fuck up her name. Um she she's in Blackish, the the mom from Blackish. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. <sighs> Some people tell me that she's I, I don't I'm her not bo- being mean. She's got a nice body. I'm not being mean. I just don't see it. The, the eyes. These the eyes. They're a little uh Mr. Potato Wish. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to no, be no, mean. No, I know. But, but they're, put they're, put they're, that on the list. Give me some. Give, they're they're give buggy eyes. Yeah, they're buggy. Something. Right, right. Something on the list. You, there's there's some people that, that that have a weird look that I still think right. is hot, though. Let me ask you, uh, how do you feel about Angela Bassett? Right now, well, when she's overly muscly, she scares me a little bit. You mean Tina Turner? Yeah, when she's doing that look. But she kept that look for a lot. But when she's right. in uh, when, when Black she, Panther, but before that, when she was in uh, uh, Stella Lost Her Groove, yeah, I still got a groove. Back. Got a groove yeah, whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that I think she's one of those black women that, for some white guys, you got to be into black women. Whereas with black men, we see her as sexy and fine as she is, and that's it. For some white dudes, Holly Berry is the black but the Obama version of black, meaning, you know, <laughs> she ain't full-on nigga like Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, nigga. He was a nigga. He was a nigga purple, so black. You know, Barack was that nice mixture of cream and coffee. So Angela is, you know, that's black, nigga. Okay, but he, dude, all right, here goes the rest of this little Uh-oh. bit of crazy. But if, if you... If you find black women attractive, if right. you call, first of all, let's 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 step back even further back. If you find women attractive, if you right. if you are a guy and you can just find women attractive, let's let's not make it sexual. Just like I see beauty in women, mm. right? Yeah. How do you separate based on on color? This is where my, I have Maybe because for some dudes that that melanin is too dark. It's too dark. It's 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 too, you know, dude. If you're sexy, you're sexy. There's nothing. It has I, nothing. Listen, I get. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but 
some white dude, like Louis C.K., when he would be on, um, on Opie and Anthony with Patrice, he flat out said, I don't find black women attractive. I guess that's fine, but then that everyone on that list wouldn't be good. No, me. none of them. So, so my thing is not lighter or darker, because if you find women attractive regardless of color, right. they should, the, the darkness has nothing to do with it. Once you, yeah, because if you, if you, what are you saying? Okay, you're two tones too dark for me now. Right. I, I guess some people might not find. I, I know there's black men that find lighter skin right. black women more attractive than darker skin black. So I get, I, I, I kind of understand how people could feel that way. But if you have something that's desirable about you, I, I don't think it has to do with the skin color. What's the name of the? Mo- I, I was, I, I don't know the name. I was watching it yesterday. The movie with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James, where Kevin James' wife Winona Ryder. It's cheating on oh, yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. with Tanning Chatham. Channing, Channing Ch- Tatum. Tatum, yeah. What's the name of that movie? Do you remember? Uh, no, but I do know oh, which movie you're talking God. about. God damn it. Uh, please bring it up if you can, because the, the girl that plays Vince Vaughn's wife, the white lady with the, the brunette, she was also in that movie, um, just He's gonna, Just Not That Into You. I'm gonna look and up. she was the wife of... Oh, you know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't know. Let me just... Yeah, she it. was Bradley Cooper's wife. Um, God, what's the fucking... Who was in the movie? Watch, wait. Vince Vaughn, Kevin James movie. <laughs> the Dilemma. The Dilemma. The okay. cast of yeah, The yeah, Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. yeah, does it show the cast? Jennifer Connelly. Okay. That's her. Man, that's a pretty woman. Like, I was watching the TV looking at her going, that is a pretty fucking woman. Like, fuck race, nigga. Her face, she's just a beautiful woman. Now, here's where the race thing comes in for me. Ass as flat as a goddamn album She doesn't cover. have a body. Nobody. You know, and again, as a black dude, hips and ass is important. But the face, man, that's a bad bitch. Okay, but you you don't ever think that you'll get to the place in life where you look at... This still sounds so over-sexualized. I don't know about... And I don't mean it this way, but you can't look at a woman and see... uh, Something in her that's beautiful, and even if it's the rest of it isn't, the rest of it nah, isn't. Nah, yo, because you got to live with that. See, I, you got to wake up with that. Yeah, it's all right. Because you, you'd like. I can't do that. You can't get everything. So, wait a minute. So, you could just be like, yo, just the face, ass flat, no hips. Let me, let's take it. Little breasts. Yeah, let's take it even a different way. What if you met someone that was the coolest fucking chick you've ever been around? <sighs> And she didn't have. She was at best. She was a seven on on your list of features. All throughout it, at best, she was a seven. Like looks, she's a seven. Not even like just a seven, a five, a four. But she was the coolest. She made you better at everything you did in life. I gotta take it to see Doctor Sherman. <laughs> Listen again, my baby mother, Puerto Rican, had no tits. Tits, nigga, no tits. And she, but she was so goddamn cool. And I was always a breast man. I later became an ass man. Uh, but I started out a breast man. I struggled with that, man. I was like, fuck, if I'm going to be with this bitch forever, ain't no tits, nigga. 
but she was so fucking cool. And then eventually she wanted tits. I had never said, yo, you got to get some tits. She wanted them. And uh, unbeknownst to me, she went out and got them without telling me. Because I remember one time I was trying to get her to come see me on the road. And she kept telling me no. And I'm like, bitch, you never tell me no. What the fuck is up? And she wanted to surprise me because she went and had the operation, but she needed time for her shit to heal. So while they were healing, I kept trying to get her to get on the road, and she kept telling me no. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you? So finally, when they healed and she came out on the road, hello? <laughs> you know, uh, and it was, it was like, oh, shit, surprise. Um, and there it was. And I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> But I, I really contemplated, I'm going to have a life with this bitch and she ain't got no tits. And I'm glad she got the tits because I, I, I just, I, I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have some body, nigga. I can't just do a face. But what, but, but what about, but could you, uh, here, I guess this is the point. Of, what if you had the option and it's, it's, it's the two last people on earth. You're the, it's two women and you got to pick one. Mm-hmm. And one is gorgeous. But you can't stand her. And the other one is amazing, but is a six. Who are you taking? You got to pick one, you got to kill the other one. That's the only way the world can survive. Oh, shit. So she can't even be around for later. So she, you said one is, is, is. A six, but she is. Great to be around with. She can talk. You like talking with her. You like having her around. She can start the fire. She can cook the food. She, uh, you could kill the food. She cooks the food. And the uh, other one is what? Just a bitch. She doesn't want to cook anything. But she the body wanna, is off the, the chain. The body, the face. The pussy is dynamic. The lips, the eyes. Oh, God. And one has to die. It's the only way the world can survive. Just with the two of you. I got to just eat and fucked up food, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I got to overseason my shit. <laughs> Give me the cunt, nigga. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't. Oh, man. I feel like Brad Pitt in Kevin. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, what's in the box? Um, Yeah, nigga. I... And six is almost dealable i, I tried have, to make, i tried to make it five i tried no i tried to make it reasonable for you yeah i tried to give you a, i tried to, i tried to bring you into in, in, into a peaceful world yeah dude I, I i i i that's a tough one but i think i have to go with the bitch because i gotta feel good man i gotta feel good once you kill the 10 she's the hottest bitch on the planet all right, we got time for one more. Let's do one more. <laughs> uh, Max Castillo. Uh, hey, Aries, thanks for the shout-out, man. Much love. I'm a huge movie fan, and my girl is not. Okay, let me stop right there. Lose this bitch. What if she's a 10? F- <laughs> a 10 plus. Who doesn't like movies? A bitch. There you go. I, dog, who the fuck, movies are, I won't even give that an American thing. Like, that's an American staple sewn into the fabric, like apple pie and baseball. Movies is universally loved around the world. 
Who don't like a good movie? Snuggle up. Turn the heat on when it's cold. Get your girl next to you. If you're by yourself, heat up your hoagie. Get your slice of pizza. Lick your fingers. Popcorn. Lay in bed. Yeah, yeah, dude. Lose this bitch. I, I don't know why you would even do this to yourself. Okay, he goes, I'm a huge movie fan and my girl is not. I just recently showed her Goodfellas, Forrest Gump, Coming to America, and Harlem Nights. Anything you and Andy would recommend to show her? Much love, man. Listen, if she didn't like any of those, I don't know what to tell you, bro. One of my favorite movies, and I'm a, I can always say I'm a romantic. A great movie to watch with a woman. Funny, entertaining, uh, just an all-around cozy movie, and, and, and women love it. Uh, the Accused with Jodie Foster. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. But don't boom. No, uh, As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Yeah, that was good. Nicholson's portrayal, and I don't know what you call a guy like that who was, you know, he had to, he couldn't, when he walked down the street, he couldn't cross certain lines. Yeah, yeah. And he it, was, I don't know what you call it's that. Probably, it's probably on this autism spectrum. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had, he would open up his medicine cabinet and there were 15 bars of soap. Um but his character in that, the, the the story between him and Helen Hunt, Cuba Gooding is great in that. Greg Kinnear should have won an Oscar for the playing the role of the gay dude. That's a good movie to watch with a woman, man. And, and my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite romantic comedy of all time, When Harry Met Sally. I could watch that shit a million times and feel the same way every time. You realize that when you want to start the rest of your life with someone, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. If that ain't the pimpiest shit I've ever heard, I get goosebumps in when I hear that when I hear that line. Man, play when Harry met Sally. If if she don't like that, lose this bitch, nigga. She's dumpster fodder. If she doesn't like that, what I suggest you do is you make her watch Full Metal Jacket, Ooh. and at the very end of it. When the movie's over and she didn't like it, she just look at her with that Mike Tyson voice and go, I think you should leave now. Yeah. <laughs> you should leave. Holy shit. What woman doesn't like movies? What do y'all do? I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like movies. I mean, I know some people who don't like to go sit in a movie theater for a long time, but they don't right. dislike movies. They don't like the going to the movie house. Right. Like they'll watch movies at home. Or, right. Uh, what do y'all do for fun, dog? Read. I mean, Oprah's Book Club. Oh, goodness. Could you imagine somebody wanted to read a book with you? Like, oh, let's read this book together. And At then the we'll same talk, time? And then we'll talk about it afterwards. Oh, y'all, y'all reading the same book. Yeah. But y'all both got your own book. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And then we'll, we'll talk about it. Oh, jeez. I, I know there's people that do that. Yeah, that's when they're in their 60s. <laughs> the fuck you in your prime of your life. But think about it this way. Think about it. You know what you said about kids? Right. And uh, how they play inside and they play those games. Right. Don't you think the people who are who read and were well-read people and only read books look at people who only go to the movies not reading the books are the same as like guys who play video games, kids that play video games? Like, were we better off when we were reading the book and getting our own interpretation of the uh, of the authors? No, 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 no. That's one of them cases where that's better. <laughs> that's better. Listen, my, my, my brother will watch karate movies with subtitles. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to the movies to read. 
I've got. I, I can't stand that the I, idea of that. And how do you really pay attention to the movie when you're reading? I, I've recently, not recently, but in the last maybe like four or five years, I, I've I've watched subtitle movies, and, yeah. and you can just get used to it. Really? Yeah, you just get used to it, and you fly through it. You're reading it, and you're watching it. And, and, but in an action movie, like kung fu movies, I don't know that I the action's happening so fast. I don't know if I I, I watch movies with story. Well, when the action's happening, there's no dialogue. Yeah, but there's still some things being yelled and stuff. Then it's it's right. Little, but I, I don't I don't mind. So I, it's not my first choice, but I don't, I'm not. I would, it wouldn't stop me from seeing a movie. It used to stop me from seeing a movie. Right. All right, y'all. That's it for the uh, part one of the. Uh, emails. Uh, we're gonna hit you with another one. Um, so stay tuned and uh, thank you. You know the shit. Cameo, Patreon, and Andy and I are starting our own Patreon page. So content is coming uh, soon. Soon, it's coming very soon. And uh, Andy Comedy, all my social media is in the upper right hand corner. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for part two tomorrow. All right, y'all. Can you feel it, baby?